I've heard it said you steer where you stare. We are bombarded daily with voices vying for our attention. And if we fill our days and minds with Netflix and social media feeds, we can get off track pretty quick. That's why I developed a 30-day music challenge. Listen to Christian music exclusively for 30 days. The challenge is free, and I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Head over to michellenizette.com forward slash 30-day challenge to sign up. Change your music, change your life. You are listening to More Than a Song, episode 284. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizet, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture, hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio, to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. A couple of weeks ago, we explored the idea of putting on the garment of praise. As I mentioned last week, while I don't normally link episodes, it might be a good idea this time to check out episode 282 as you head into this week. I, I made the same suggestion last week because to aid myself in putting on a garment of praise in exchange for a faint spirit, I created a Spotify playlist called Garment of Praise, and the last three weeks' songs are on that Spotify list. I hope it helps you. I've linked to it in the show notes just for you. But this week's song, Yes, I Will by Vertical Worship, was a request by my listener, Kelly. And I really went on a journey with this song this week, and I can't wait to take you along with me in my exploration of scripture and meditations. But first, let's listen. Yes, I will lift you high in the lowest valley. Yes, I things I like to do is search for the song story of a song or the story behind the song. Sometimes it gives me insight into the thinking of the artist who wrote it or sings it um, and give, it often gives me direction toward a scripture focus. I'll go ahead and link to the YouTube video in the show notes this week. You can always find the show notes on my website at michellenizat.com. The quick link to this week's episode is michellenizat.com forward slash 284. But Vertical Worship recorded a teaching moment uh, using this song where they referenced Psalm 34. So off we go. It's that easy. Okay, so Psalm 34, a Psalm of David starts out by saying, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. Now the band said that the song reminds us that praising God is a choice and a matter of our will. And that is what I pondered all week in between reading Psalm 34 multiple times which is a bite, by the way, a Bible interaction tool exercise. I offer these bites every week to help you interact with God's word one bite at a time. Cheesy, I know, but you'll remember it. (laughs) But anyway, repetition is a really good bite. We're, We're such a one and done society these days. We really don't take time to ponder things, to think through them, to expose our ourselves to scripture repetitively enough to kind of see all the beautiful parts in it. But before we explore Psalm 34 a little bit more, I do want to share my pondering about choices. I've had the blessing and honor of having a wonderful spiritual mentor. One of her giftings is to teach parenting with a biblical worldview. 
And giving our children choices is one of her teachings that I kind of dug out to review this week. Now, even if you don't have children, don't tune me out yet because I want to think about this teaching from the perspective perspective of being a child of God. So try to follow me here. And if you do have children, if you are a parent um, or have a parental type role in anybody's life, I think you'll be able to relate to both sides of it. Okay, so as parents, we are to teach our children how to make wise choices. And likewise, God teaches us how to make wise choices. He reveals truth in his word and gives us the choice as to whether or not we will trust and obey, right? And as parents, we should help our children evaluate choices. So what is the choice? What are the options in front of us? What are the consequences of choosing the different options? And then ultimately, as children mature, we help them determine how their choices affect other people. So when I read, I will bless the Lord at all times, his praise will always be on my lips. I see that David has chosen to praise. He used his will to bless the Lord because he had a choice, right? Another bite I like to use is to consider the opposite. So if I consider the opposite of blessing the Lord at all times, I discover my options. The choice is to praise or not to praise, right? But my options are really to bless the Lord at all times, to bless the Lord sometimes, not to bless the Lord at all, or if you go true opposite, to curse the Lord. Well, what are the consequences of these different options? They can be many and they are personal, but when I take my times this week, right? So I had some times this week that I could have blessed the Lord at all times. Uh, I can bring this declaration right into my own living room. And when things don't go quite right at work or at home or in relationships, do I choose to bless the Lord at all times? Or do I choose to bless the Lord for the parts that went right and focus in on blame when it doesn't go right? Whether I blame him or them or, you know, something else. My breath prayer all week has been, let my words be few, let my words be few, let my words be few. Because my greatest gift, my ability to use words for good is also my greatest weakness. Do I choose to bless the Lord in the mess? It takes intention, that's for sure. And something else that came out of reviewing my mentor's teaching, she said, when a choice goes awry after you've comforted and walked through it together, when everything levels off and settles down, you can approach your child and pick it apart. Where did you go wrong? Was it in evaluating the choice? Did you just choose the wrong option based on faulty information? Did you... Choose foolishness over wisdom, expecting the result of wisdom. Oh, 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 the result of a wise choice. So I've reviewed my week, (laughs) let the Lord kind of comfort me and settle me down. And instead of blessing the Lord at all times, I've used some of my words to complain or fuss. And when I consider how that choice affected others, well, my kids didn't see a good example My friends were not edified. I even drug a few friends into my mess when if words of God's faithfulness had been on my lips instead of complaint, well, I'll never know the result, what the result would be, will I? Because I didn't make that choice. My mentor tells the story of a time when her daughters had an exchange. One of them had some Play-Doh and her sister came and asked, may I play with the Play-Doh with you? And the other sister said, no. (laughs) And so my mentor laughed. She said she made her choice. 
but, but she said rather than making her daughter share, she just kind of walked into the room and said, is sharing a wise or foolish choice? And walked on through. The one daughter with the Play-Doh thoughtfully considered her choice, took a knife, cut the Play-Doh in half, and shared with her sister. Now, my, the question was, did she really want to share? No. But she wanted to make a wise choice. So do I really want to bless the Lord at all times? No. I mean, sometimes I really don't. But I want to make a wise choice because I know what is on the other side of my obedience is blessing. Now, as children mature, the ultimate goal is to teach them to make predetermined choices. And that's where the power is. When they make a choice based on their own personal knowledge and conviction prior to the point of being in the circumstance requiring them to make a choice, right? That's where we are. Free from the pressure and emotions of the moment, we can choose to bless the Lord at all times so that when we walk into that pressure moment, when we walk into that emotional, emotionally filled moment, we've already made our choice. And let this week's song uh, remind you of this truth. Yes, I will. Let, the, let it remind you that as you spend time in Psalm 34, you can choose. So let's go further into Psalm 34 now. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. My soul will boast in the Lord. Let the oppressed hear and rejoice. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Do you see the consequences for others in verse 2? It says, let the oppressed hear and rejoice. Remember we talked about when evaluating our choices, what will the consequences be toward others? Well, when we choose to bless the Lord at all times, others join in. And in fact, the call in verse three is just that magnify the Lord with me, exalt his name together. I wish I had a do over this week because I had opportunity to call others to magnify the Lord with me. But instead, I chose to forego blessing the Lord at all times. And at times I chose to complain and dwell in unmet expectations and brought others into that conversation with me instead of bringing them into a a magnification of the Lord and exaltation of his name together. Of course, I do want to say I'm not sitting in uh, condemnation in this. This is sanctification. This is growing in the Lord through failure, repentance, washing by the word, and then stepping out in faith and obedience again. It's it's good to stop and evaluate and let the Lord let the word of God change you. And that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm sitting in Psalm 34. I'm allowing the word of God to help me evaluate my choices so I can make better choices in the future. Just to be sanctified. I'm not going to be perfect tomorrow, but hopefully I will look more like Jesus tomorrow than I did today. And I love the truths in this psalm. Um, If it seems a little disjointed in the flow, if you read Psalm 34, it's because it's an alphabetical acrostic psalm, meaning the first letter of each verse begins with a different letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So if you've ever tried to write a haiku or something like that, sometimes it sounds a little disjointed. That's going to be the reason. But it's so chock-a-block full of just wonderful characteristics of God. I just want to keep exploring it. Let's look into in verse four. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant with joy. Their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man called out and the Lord heard him. He saved him from all his troubles. 
The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Now, these are some wonderful reasons to bless the Lord at all times, right? This is just verses four through seven, because the characteristics of God displayed here are true, no matter what the details of our circumstances are. In fact, let's stop and make a list. Uh, that's one of my favorite bites. And just in verses four through seven, four through seven, I see a God who answers, delivers, hears, and saves. And then I see that the consequences of trusting him are answers to prayer, deliverance from fear, radiance and joy, freedom from shame, salvation from troubles, and being surrounded by a delivering God. That's something to praise about. Let's keep reading. Verse 8, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. Young lions go lacking and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. So I just love how all of our senses are engaged in our relationship with our God. We see, we hear, we smell, we taste and feel. That's worth choosing to praise. But let's not stop. Verse 11. Come, children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who delights in life, who desires to see good days? Keep your tongue from evil and turn your lips from deceitful speech. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And there's the lesson again. I need all the verses I can about words, right? But what a contrast from verse 1 to verse 13. Blessing the Lord at all times with praise on my lips versus a tongue of evil and lips with deceitful speech. There's all these trade-offs. And verse 14 displays another choice. Anytime we are called to turn away from something, we have the choice not to turn away, right? So here we're called to not just turn away from evil, but choose good, seeking peace and pursuing it. Verse 15, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are inclined to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to sever their memory from the earth. Now, I love the description of our God who is not a man, but he loves us enough to use words that we can understand. So he's going to say eyes and ears and face. And we, we learn a lot about how to be like God when we meditate on his ways, don't we? So what are where are his eyes? Well, his eyes are on the righteous, which begs the question, where are my eyes? Where are his ears? His ears are inclined to the cries of the righteous. He leans in. He leans over. He's inclined to the cries. Where are your ears? What has your ear? What do you lean into? And God's face is against those who do do evil. He turns away from them. I don't want the face of God against me. So what should I do? I should choose good, turning away from evil and seeking and pursuing peace, like the scripture here says. And let's look at verse 17 and 18. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted. He saves the contrite in spirit. Wow, brokenhearted. That's been me. That's still me as I'm still healing from a heart that was shattered into itty bitty pieces. But the Lord is near. Wow, I could just meditate on that and it would be inspiration enough to will myself to bless the Lord at all times. But it was in verse 17 that a repetitive phrase or idea jumped out at me. Because it seems to me as I read and I reread and reread and reread Psalm 34 that something really important to David was that God hears our cries. And I get it. I may or may not have screamed at God in the shower, 
like it's is it because the acoustics are good in there I figure like it's a funnel you might hear me better I don't know or in the car by myself sobbing do you even hear me well he does my friend verse four the phrase says is sought and answered so it says I sought he answered in verse six the phrase is called out and heard this poor man called out the Lord heard him in verse 15 the phrase is cry inclined the righteous cry the Lord's ears are inclined toward him in verse 17 the phrase is cry out hears the righteous cry out and the Lord hears he hears you he answers he delivers he encamps around you he draws near to you he protects so what is our response no matter how we feel I know these things are true and I will bless the Lord at all times I choose to place his praise always on my lips yes I will so what's next We'll take up residence in Psalm 34 this week. Ponder what we've learned about choices, uh, this, this discussion about choices, while learning much about the character of God in this psalm. We've, I sped through it. I hope it's just enough to pique your interest so you can spend time in it. Make lists. Consider the repetitive phrases and ideas in this psalm. There's more than, there are more than, than we discussed in this podcast. Talk to someone about what you've been studying. That's another bite, by the way, by the way, sharing it with a friend. And then finally, let it sink in that you're choosing. Whether you're choosing to bless the Lord at all times, sometimes, or not at all, you're choosing. Will you choose to bless the Lord this week? Will you place his praise on your lips today? And while you're in God's word this week, let me know how you're doing. Email me, michelle at michellekneezat.com. Hop on Twitter at michellekneezat or Instagram at michellekneezat. My public Facebook page is Michelle L. Nizat. Let's talk about what you're learning. Now, before I tell you what song will be featured next week, I want to thank any new subscribers who have subscribed recently, like Tracy from somewhere in the U.S., Emily from Minnesota, Ellen from California, Jane from Australia, Blair from New Zealand, Talia from Missouri, Dante from Maryland, Jan from California, and Janet from Virginia. Welcome. Now, new subscribers to my website will benefit from a one-page resource of my top five bites that I've used on the podcast. It's a great place to start. You'll also benefit from an email that I send once a week, and in that email, you get a weekly memory verse resource to display on your smartphone, tablet, desktop, or you can print it out. You get an email recap of the week's episode, and you get instant access to any of the extra resources that I create for my podcast from time to time. And all of that is just my way of saying thank you for listening. So head over to michellekneezat.com to subscribe today. Now, have you had a chance to write a review in iTunes for the podcast yet? Well, this encourages me, of course, but it helps me also to stay stay visible to new listeners. So as always, if you take the time to review my podcast, I will take the time to personally thank you right here on the podcast. Of course, you can listen to the podcast through iTunes or the Apple Podcast app. You can follow on Spotify or through Stitcher Radio or your podcast listening app of choice. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. Next week, I will use the song King of My Heart by John, John Mark and Sarah McMillan. 
When it brought me to tears in corporate worship this week, my youngest leaned over and said, I think you should do this one on the podcast. (laughs) So I will be. If you liked this episode, would you mind sharing it with others? I've made it really easy. With just one click, you can share via Facebook, Twitter, or email. Just head over to michellekneesat.com forward slash 284. While you're there, I'd love to hear from you. Click on comment to join the conversation. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.